0: The All Upstairs podcast. The All Upstairs was created to explore and discuss metaphysics, consciousness, mental health, and all other subjects around spirituality. Join me, Kate Weiner, spiritual mentor and intuitive coach, as I share my experiences living a spirit led life. Hi, and welcome back to The All Upstairs. Thank you so much for listening. So, last week I posted on my Instagram and my personal Instagram options for a and a to ask me anything about the owl upstairs and anything related to the paranormal, metaphysics, and today's episode we're going to go through some of the responses that I got and answer your questions. So let's dive on in the first question was, how did Spirit guide you to create the Al upstairs? And I love this question because I started talking about making a podcast a few years ago and I never knew what I wanted to talk about. And I ended up going in a completely different direction and I started a, another business called Cloud 51. But when I quit my 9 to 5 job in April of 2021, One of my intuitive nudges was to create this podcast again, that it was time. And it would not get out of my head. No matter what I thought I wanted to do, for whatever reason, this freaking podcast just kept coming back. And at first, it really made me excited. I was just full body, hell yes energy. I was also absolutely terrified because talking about spirit... I just felt it was really crazy. I also had this horrible fear about talking about spirit because when I was in my early 20s when I first had my spiritual awakening and I was learning the tarot and I was learning more about intuition I took a set of tarot cards to a party, a work party, and I was doing readings for people to practice. And I was surprised at how well I was doing. And how much I enjoyed it. But my boss at the time walked in and he was drunk. But he started telling me that I was a demon and devil worshipper. That I was working with Satan. And it was very traumatic for me. And and embarrassing. And then I actually ended up getting fired from that job. I was going to quit, but this was kind of like just the threshold that took me to the edge. So I was fired from my job for having tarot cards at a party outside of work. And it just really, I don't think I ever got over that. So it took Spirit continuously telling me over the last five months to do this. And then also my spiritual mentor He was a big advocate for me starting this podcast and kind of had a serious conversation with me about it. And I knew I needed to. It was just moving through the fear and the blocks to actually make it happen. I watched a ton of YouTube videos and taught myself how to start a podcast. And I asked Spirit to please guide me and to please help me say the right things that need to be said and allow me to do whatever it is I'm being led to do. And the rest is just me having faith that the divine is going to work things out on the other side however they're supposed to for everyone's highest good. So that's how The Owl Upstairs was created. The next question that I received was what inspired the name The Owl Upstairs? Owls have always been one of my spirit totems. When I first had my spiritual awakening in 2012, I saw God as an owl. And I was speechless and I also thought that this was crazy because who in the world sees God as an owl? And I never had any prior experiences with the connection with the divine. So it was just like this jaw-dropping what the fuck moment that really changed my life forever in the best way. So I named the podcast The Owl Upstairs, one, because of that connection, but two, owls symbolically throughout history show up a lot. So if you look at Owl, the goddess Athena had an owl on her shoulder to reveal truths of the world to her. Owls symbolize a lot of wisdom and knowledge And they're also a guide that allows one to see beyond illusion and deceit. And they're a guide to explore the unknown and the magic of life. They're also known as an announcer of death, which is very symbolic for change and life transitions. And all of this just was so fitting for this podcast and what I really wanted it to be. And everything that I had experienced over the last few years with my brother dying. And so I felt like Owl was the perfect symbol for me to represent who I am, being able to see things intuitively and and to shine my gifts, Um, and then also working with spirit and being able to communicate with spirits on the other side. And then also I loved the wisdom and the knowledge that I wanted from a higher power, which is where the upstairs comes from, because I'm looking to be able to communicate higher truths and wisdom from the divine from a a higher power upstairs. So that's where the owl upstairs came from. Next question that I got was asking if I would do an episode over capybaras. And while I won't do an entire episode over capybaras, we can absolutely do a deep dive into spirit animals and spirit guides on a separate episode. But we can look at capybaras as a guide right now. So capybaras are all about mastering your environment. Their name literally means master of the grasses. And yet they have such a strong affinity with water. So both of the elements, earth and water, are very important and associated with capybaras. Water provides them a sanctuary, a place where they're protected, and they're associated with healing and emotions. Water is a very fluid, nurturing, loving energy. And on the other hand, Earth is very practical and grounded in the things that we can touch and see. It's very tangible. So I feel like Earth is providing an anchor for capybaras, letting them sink into their emotional side, but then also allowing them to return easily into the more physical side of life. I think this also offers them a lot of protection when they're dealing in with environments that are maybe not the safest for them instead of fearing them and hiding. Capybaras are very social animals, and they know how to make a situation work in their favor instead of complaining about it. They're very intelligent and emotionally involved animals, and they have a greater sense of how to live than most other animals. So they're a very intelligent rodent. So if capybara is your spirit animal or your totem, you have a wisdom of working in the emotional realms, being able to stay safe and in environments that may be uncomfortable or sometimes dangerous and you make the best of every situation instead of complaining about it. So the next question is how I got started with my journey in astrology. And my astrology journey started in 2019. It was after my brother passed away. I was really in a funk. I didn't really know what I was doing with my life anymore. And so astrology, I followed some accounts online and it always been something that I liked. You know, I knew my sun sign, but I didn't know a ton about it. And so I started following these, I call them celebrity astrologers. They're not really celebrities, but Eliza Kelly was one that I followed. Shani Nichols, they're very inspirational. I really liked their energy. I liked listening to their podcasts. It always gave me something to look forward to. So it became a hobby for me. And pretty soon they would talk about how you can find your soul purpose. And they knew these people so well through their birth charts. And I was so intrigued by that. And I wanted to know how to read my own, which whenever I find myself interested in something. I'm not the type of person that can just like halfway be interested. I'm like fully committed or not at all. So of course I just dove in. I started obviously listening to a lot of podcasts to try to educate myself on astrology. I started watching YouTube videos and learning about the different planets and the the energies. I signed up for Eliza Kelly's Patreon for a while. She has a Constellation Club membership that I joined and got content um, and could ask questions and understand what birth charts meant. And then I ended up taking a class. <laughs> at a local community college in Oklahoma City and it was so much fun it was monday nights and it was 3 hours long and i was the youngest person by like 30 years in that class i'm not joking there was 90 year old grandmas and they were the sweetest old ladies and it just helped me to see that astrology does not one size fits all for anyone anyone can like astrology anyone can be interested in it and there's lifetime worth of learning and education that you can get from them because the planets are always changing. Once you learn how to work with the energies in a birth chart, you can take that knowledge and look at the universal energies of the collective today and then also cross-reference them to your personal birth chart to see what type of transits you're going through, life experiences. And so I really wanted to learn what was my purpose and what are my karmic lessons? What am I here to do for the planet? And all of this information was accessible to me through my birth chart. I just didn't know how to read it. So I took a lot of classes, I did a ton of research online. as something I really truly enjoy no longer just a hobby but being able to incorporate that into my business and to my podcasts and to teach people about it as well because I I do enjoy it so much I want to share that with others so I do anticipate me talking more about astrology on the podcast in the upcoming episodes and in the future so please stay tuned for those the last question that I received was in what ways can we unlock our gifts and intuition And this is such a great question, and I'm absolutely going to explore this farther in future episodes, but for today, let's first define what is intuition, and how can we work with it? Have you ever experienced a moment where you felt something just was not right? Maybe you had this feeling where you were constantly looking over your shoulder, or you knew that you needed to bring something with you somewhere, but you didn't know why. As a culture, we have really leaned into this belief that everything needs to be really rational and logical. And we've not accepted that our inner voice or that gut feeling is our true north and our instincts and can really help us towards a particular behavior as opposed to a learned response to something. So intuition is a process that gives us the ability to know something directly without any analytic reasoning. It's the gap between the conscious mind and the unconscious parts of our mind. And it's a link between instinct and reason. And because there's no tangible, logical explanation a lot of times for these hunches, a lot of people just tend to write them off and think that they're nonsense. But when you lean into them you'll find that it opens up a completely different pathway for you that's very empowering and magical. And really, we need both the intuitive and the logical side of us for our best selves, because we can use them both in business and in family. But a lot of times, we're just taught how to do things by the book and and to mistrust our messages that are intuition can send to us, because they come very cryptic sometimes, and it's really hard to decode what these messages can be. So you can, fortunately, strengthen your intuitive muscle, Just like you would if you were to go work out at the gym and strengthen your physical body, you can strengthen your intuitive body as well. So let's look at some practices on how you can do that. The first ways that you can work on strengthening your intuition is by making quiet time every single day for yourself to do some type of practice, whether that's a meditation or a breathing exercise or keeping a journal. When you allow yourself space and in, in solitaire, so no one's around, it's quiet or not quiet depending on where you live, you know, you got to work with your environment, but find some space for yourself and write out all of your thoughts and feelings down on paper, no matter if it's a lot or if it's a little bit, because it allows your unconscious mind time to open up and to speak to you. And you might find yourself writing phrases or words that don't make sense, but if you go back and reflect over you know, a few days, weeks, months, you'll be able to notice a theme in a pattern, which is why I love journaling so much, because you can see the lessons over the course of time. And sometimes it's really hard to see when you're going through something or when you're experiencing a lot of emotions or trauma it's hard to see through the other side and just see what you're how you're growing or how you're experiencing. So journals are a great way to be able to do not only emotional work in the present but then also reflective work in the future. Another way to access your intuition is you have to turn off your inner critic. Sometimes we rationalize or speak really really harshly to ourselves because we feel like that is the best way to have a potential outcome. It's like if you had a coach or if you have somebody, a parent, talk down to you and always scolding you like, you need to do this and you need to do that. It's really hard to identify what you truly want in your heart when you have this overbearing, barking persona telling you you need to do this and that. So when we are allowing ourselves to open up without judgment and listen to our hearts and to allow a dialogue to flow through us or onto paper, the biggest thing is not being judgmental of ourselves or without being fearful or worried of ridicule or embarrassment. We're able to allow ourselves to see what it is we truly want and not take on the identity or the thoughts or beliefs of other people who have pushed it onto us. Society, our parents, our friends, our loved ones, family, whoever it may be. A lot of times we live life influenced by all of these external forces and we do not allow ourselves to live the truth that is within us. So. Turn off your inner critic and turn off all of the noise around you from everyone else. Not necessarily literally, but if you can literally, yes, do that too. Um, And just observe what's going on and what is coming up for you. Something that I liked to do when I was first getting started is I would listen to recordings of someone talking about colors, And I would close my eyes and I would center myself with a few deep breaths and I would think about if someone said, visualize in your mind's eye the color red. I'd close my eyes and I'd try to think, is it fire engine red? Is it deep dark? Is it clay red, orange red? I would really try to picture the specific red in my mind's eye. And then also I would try to figure out what emotion does this color red make me feel. How do I feel when I think about the color red? What comes up? And where do I feel it in my body? I tried so hard to feel things in my body because our minds and our bodies are so disconnected. And there's so much wisdom that's held within our bodies if we allow ourselves to listen. The problem is we listen to doctors, we listen to the news, we listen to everybody but ourselves. And so I needed to learn how to listen to myself so that I could access my own personal wisdom within. And because our intuition is kind of cryptic in its own way, I needed to figure out what are the messages that my body is telling me. And so I started with very basic colors or I started with basic symbols. I'd close my eyes and I'd listen to really relaxing music or no music at all. I'd go outside and I'd just listen to as many sounds as I could hear. So I'd sit on my porch and I would listen to the birds chirping and the cicadas buzzing and the people driving by in their cars and I and, and the airplanes going by. Just I would try to listen as much as I could and not let my mind constantly be chattering. I just tried to turn down the dial on my mind and, and turn up the volume on my ears, if that makes sense. And then I also tried to think about if I was having a moment of anxiety, or if I was feeling really sad, giving myself the space to process those things. Because sometimes, and I still do this occasionally, I will have moments where I'm triggered And if I'm in public or if I'm in a work setting and I don't feel comfortable expressing my emotions, I turn everything completely off and turn into like a blank slate because I wanna pretend like nothing's wrong and wear this mask that everything's fine. And then I'll go home five hours later and I will be an emotional basket case. And I won't have any idea why I'm feeling this way. And it was because I did not allow myself to experience the emotions that happened earlier in my day. And so when I got home in a safe space, that's when things start to unravel and unpack. So it's really important to to tune into yourself as often as you can. And And the goal for me is to always be in the present moment. Is that something that's in my reality right now no it's not because i'm human however the more present you can stay and the more aware of your emotions and your body and everything that's going on around you, the more your intuition will heighten and you'll be able to read energy and feel things. And you'll start to understand your code and like your your own language, basically. And now it's to the point where I've done this so much. I recently started working at a new place. And it's so funny because I will talk to some of my coworkers. I don't know them at all, but I'll say, you know, you really strike me as a music person. And this person looked at me and said, um, I played trumpet professionally, but no one knows that about me. Like, how do you know that? I'm Like, oh, I just get music vibes from you. I don't know. And that's my confirmation that my intuition was correct, that I did pick up on something from this person. And it happened again last week. I asked one of um, my coworkers too. I said, you know, I just feel like you're really into psychedelics. You know, one of those people that just grows mushrooms in your basement. And he looked at me and he's like, I started a new batch yesterday. What the fuck? <laughs> and it just makes me laugh because, again, it's my intuition telling me That there is something there with that person that I picked up on that no one told me about. It was just a feeling that I had. And sometimes it's really good to be able to ask people about these feelings. Because that's your confirmation that your intuition is telling you the right things and guiding you along the right path. And that's so empowering and so uplifting and positive. So... Don't be afraid to also ask people sometimes, you know, like, hey, I've been thinking about you a lot. Are you okay? Or, you know, hey, I've been seeing this picture and it's making me think of you. Like, ask people because the worst thing that they could say to you is no. So I hope this helps. We're definitely going to have an episode over the Claire's probably in the next couple episodes. That's a deep dive into how to further advance your intuitive abilities through specific senses. So very excited for that. But thank you so much guys for listening today and I cannot wait to talk to you all soon. Have a great day. Bye-bye.